It is zero hour thirty Universal Time, and here is the news in special English. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has called on African countries to cut ties with Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. Secretary Clinton spoke Monday at the headquarters of the African Union in Addis Ababa. She also called on African nations to demand a ceasefire in Libya, and she urged them to expel Libyan diplomats from AU member countries. Secretary Clinton said that African countries should support the Libyan rebels' transitional national council. Syrian refugees say Syrian troops have seized hundreds of people in villages near the rebellious northern city of Jezer al-Shagur. The refugees report that troops also burned crops and killed farm animals. But Syria's state news agency accused terror groups of burning the land. Almost 7,000 refugees have fled across the border to Turkey. Some of them reported Monday that Syrian forces were arresting men under the age of 40. The African Union says North and South Sudan have agreed to permit Ethiopian peacekeepers into the disputed Abye area. The North occupied the oil-rich area last month. An African Union negotiator says. The deal to permit peacekeepers came after two days of talks in Ethiopia. Northern troops and groups allied with the South have been fighting there for more than a week. The two sides are seeking to ease tensions before the South declares independence next month. Lebanon has formed a new cabinet. The Hezbollah group holds the majority of seats in the 30-member cabinet. The new prime minister is Najib Mekati. However, one member of the government has already resigned. Talal Arslan, a Hezbollah ally, said he did not agree politically with Mr. Mekati. The prime minister will have to appoint another minister. Before he presents his cabinet to Parliament, five months ago, Hezbollah and its allies forced the coalition government to collapse. Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan won a third term in office after winning parliamentary elections on Sunday, but his party must win support from other political parties. To make changes to the Turkish constitution, Mr. Erdogan's supporters say he wants to give more rights to minority groups, including ethnic Kurds. Opponents say he is seeking to take more control for himself and his party. A new study says that rates of respect for the rule of law. Differ widely around the world, and it finds that richer nations are more likely to rule within the law. The World Justice Project 
carries out the study every year. It rates countries on issues including government responsibility, fairness in justice systems, protection of rights, and prevention of corruption and crime. The report found rights protections lacking in China. It also found serious failings in Russia. Iran was rated last in the world on protection of human rights. Western Europe was the area of the world that performed the best in the ratings. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. A suicide attacker exploded a bomb at a bank in Islamabad Monday. One person was killed. Four others were wounded in the explosion. A security guard stopped the bomber from entering the bank, but the guard was killed. No one has claimed responsibility for the attack. Suicide bombings are rare in the Pakistani capital. Security was increased after a bomber attacked Navy headquarters in 2009. Afghan army officials say at least 32 militants and four Afghan soldiers have been killed during fighting in the western part of the country. Separately, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization says two of its soldiers were killed Sunday in southern Afghanistan. One died when a bomb exploded. The second person was killed in a rebel attack. In China, hundreds of police are guarding Zhengqing City in southern Guangdong province. There has been three days of violent protests there. The demonstrators are protesting the reported physical mistreatment of a pregnant woman on Friday by security officials. Hundreds of protesters broke windows and set fire to government buildings on Sunday. Hong Kong television showed protesters overturning police cars. The report said police arrested at least 12 protesters. There has been little reporting of the three-day protest by government-controlled media in China. In Bangladesh, a nationwide strike continued Monday. The opposition Bangladesh Nationalist Party and its Islamic ally, Jamaat-e-Ismaili, called the two-day strike to protest proposed changes to the Constitution. The strike began Sunday, closing shops and businesses, and slowing transportation in the capital, Dhaka. The ruling Awami League wants to end the law that requires a temporary neutral government rule for three months during elections. German health officials say the number of people who have died from E. coli infections in Europe has risen to 36. However, the crisis seems to be getting better. Health officials say fewer people in Germany are reporting new infections of E. coli. The crisis began last month. Since then, the bacteria 
have sickened more than 3,000 people. Most of those people have been in Germany. On Friday, officials confirmed that bean sprouts from a farm in northern Germany caused the infections. Health officials have closed the farm. The National Archives of the United States has released the complete Pentagon Papers. The release of the secret government study comes 40 years after parts of it first appeared in the New York Times. The Defense Department study showed that the United States was secretly increasing war efforts in Vietnam while misleading Congress, the American public, and American allies. The report in the New York Times led to increased opposition to the American involvement in Vietnam and to general mistrust of government. And now, briefly, here again is the major news of the hour in VOA Special English. The American Secretary of State has called on African countries to cut ties with Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. Syrian refugees say government troops have seized hundreds of people in villages near the rebellious northern city of Jesser al-Shagur. And the African Union says North and South Sudan will permit Ethiopian peacekeepers into the Abye area. That's the news in VOA Special English.